So drinking caused a lot of problems in your life and you sworn it off. But at every family function, outing with friends, restaurant visit, you're faced with watching all the world drinking and you can't. And that's killing you inside. In fact, not drinking is so hard that you find yourself thinking about it all the time, several times a day, without fail. Today we're going to talk about how we can solve the psychological part of your addiction. Hello Wellness Warriors, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your keto psychologist. The reason I make these videos is because I want you to understand that your mental health and physical health coming together create that overall sense of well-being. If you find these kind of videos helpful and you're working on this kind of thing, subscribe because I make new videos every week and share the video with a friend. Addiction is so tricky because it's hard to understand why some people will become addicted while others will not. Part of the issue is having a clear understanding of what is and isn't addictive. Now, most people are fully aware that, for example, drugs are addictive, alcohol is addictive, but there's so many people are unaware that behaviors can be addictive. So sexual activity, um, risky activities like driving fast or like engaging in high risk actions. And that even something as simple and basic as eating can become addictive. These are things that we need to do for our survival, right? We need to eat to survive. We need to have sex to survive. How can they possibly become addictive? And yet they can. So because we understand that alcohol and drugs can be addictive, the majority of people walk into those stories being very super careful about how they engage with alcohol and drugs. And so the majority of people do not create addictions. But then what happens when you're not aware that something can become addictive? Well, very likely you walk into that situation not prepared at all to be moderate or need moderation in what you're doing. Another factor that plays a huge role in our understanding that alcohol and drugs can be addictive is that when you engage alcohol and drugs, the physical repercussions are obvious. So if I drink too much or use drugs, my behavior changes and physically I might actually become ill. So there's an actual visual sensory side effect to having used a substance versus if I engage sexual activity, usually there's no physical negative repercussion that we can see. If I engage food in the moment, there's no physical negative repercussion that I can see. If I do a risky behavior, like let's say I'm driving really fast or unless I have an accident, there's no physical negative repercussion that I can see. So for most of the things that we do that fall less into the drug alcohol scenario of addiction and fall more into the behavioral side of addiction, there isn't actually a immediate physical repercussion to what we're doing. And so therefore it's hard for us to see that we are engaging in this thing in a way that's addictive. So how would I know that I'm engaging something in a way that's addictive psychologically if there's no negative physical reaction for me to solve change, right? A lot of this comes down to what happens when I try to stop doing the thing and why did I start doing the thing in the first place? Now, this answer is the same across the board, whether it's alcohol, drugs, or whether it's sex, food, uh, gambling, chasing exciting act activities. So one of the ways that you're going to know that you're addicted is that you might try to not do the behavior and feel compelled still to do it. So it could happen that 
even though there's no real physical repercussions from doing what you're doing, like let's say if you're speeding or if you're gambling but you had the money, you might see that there was no, I mean, okay, I spent $20 at the casino, no big deal. But if I didn't want to spend the $20, so if I would have rather kept the $20 but I felt compelled to go, that might be an indication to myself that, hmm, maybe this is getting out of control. So the first thing is noticing all those psychological repercussions that make you aware that you're not in control of the behavior anymore. Maybe I'm doing something here that even though either biologically it's normal to do, eat, but yet the way that I'm doing it doesn't make sense. Not hungry, still eating. I might want to try to change how I'm engaging that situation. This video is about solutions and I want to jump right into them. In order to solve the psychological aspect of your addiction, so I'm saying once you've gotten the physiological under control, so you're no longer eating more than 20 grams of carbs in a day and you've gotten that under control and physiologically the pull isn't there but emotionally, psychologically, the pull is still there towards food. What you need to pay attention to is the fact that that psychological pull is actually happening when problems happen in your life. And what I mean by that is the thing that most people don't realize is happening, that is absolutely happening in all of these situations is I'm living my life and some problem happens that I don't know how to solve. And this is where my attention goes towards my self-soothing behavior. I had a problem at work. I come home and I eat a pie. I had a problem with my spouse. I'm eating ice cream. I had a problem with my friend. I'm eating chocolate. The thing that we don't allow ourselves to do is recognize that first and foremost, if we are using food to get that dopamine hit, if we are using sex to get that dopamine hit, if we're using drugs to get that dopamine hit, the only reason that that is there to begin with is because we allowed these things to become the way we soothe ourselves. The way that either I behave when I'm bored and want to have fun, or the way that I take care of myself when something bad happened, or right, like this emotional thing happens and then I react to it with this self-soothing behavior. So as soon as I know that that's really what's happening, the answer, so the psychological part of this answer is when something bad happens in my life, allowing myself to see it, accepting that it's there and then taking an action towards solving it. When I actually solve it, guess what happens? There isn't a need for the self-soothing behavior because I've already solved the problem. The difference between people who become addicted to substances or actions and people who don't is that the people who don't, when problems happen in their life, rather than try to avoid the problem and self-soothe, they address the problem. The people that try to avoid the problem end up self-soothing with whatever it is that they happen to be addicted to. So the psychological action that you need to take is noticing when problems happen in your life, addressing those problems directly. And I know that this can be very, very difficult. I know that you might need help to do this. I'm suggesting to everyone because it's that important. Seek the assistance of a psychologist if that's what you need to do to help yourself to solve this problem. Because if you seek the assistance of a psychologist, they are going to pick up on what are the problems that are happening in your life that you're avoiding. That's what we do. And we're going to help you 
to find those things and then we're going to help you to find solutions to those things that fit inside of your life it doesn't matter if i would do it a certain way what's going to fit in your life that you will actually do to accomplish solving the problem so i want everyone to do this i want you to start first and foremost by allowing yourself to see the issues that exist in your life and then address those issues. And if you find yourself not being able to address the issues, if you find yourself still wanting to avoid, wanting to make the problem disappear, and how do I do that? With my drug of choice, whether it's alcohol, drugs, sex, food, gambling, that's all there to make the problem disappear. But guess what? As soon as you're done with those things, the problem pops up again. That's why it doesn't work. If that's what you're doing, help yourself. As soon as you notice, that you're not able to actually address the problem because that's the thing that will solve it. If that's what happens to you, seek the assistance of a psychologist. I really hope that you guys found this video helpful because if you did, you can then take action on solving not only the physiological that we talked about last video, but the psychological parts of your addiction and live a happier life. If you haven't seen the previous video, it's linked in the end cards. I want to thank you for watching mind-blowing health and wellness with Violet. Share this video so that if there's anybody that you know who needs to solve that psychological and doesn't know how, we can help them to understand how. I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week.